Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hey, podcast fam. Welcome back. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And I say us because this episode is actually the first live podcast recording session. So if you missed it, now once a month, we are going to be gathering as a community for live podcast sessions where essentially it is a podcast, a networking group, and a mastermind coaching call all in one. And essentially, this is a space for us to come together to put names to faces and faces to names and a space for you to really get the most value and the most support as you go on to evolve in your business and in your life. So if you want to be in the know when the next one is happening, only those that register are going to receive notices of the live podcast recordings and access to the rooms. So head to the link in the description and make sure that you sign up. And without further ado, enjoy this live podcast recording session. Hello, my beauties. Welcome back to another incredible conversation here on the Liberated Latina podcast. And this one's going to be a big topic. This is one that I'm just like itching to talk about. And it's a conversation where we're going to go a little bit deeper around the topic of being authentic in marketing. And there are certain nuances that we really have to get to as an industry, and especially for those of us that are um, we have an intention to reach more people with our work next year. There's a certain level of expansion that we want to safely expand into next year. And we want to do that without necessarily compromising who we are or self-abandoning ourselves in the process in the name of success or in the name of kind of being performative in our marketing. So this topic and conversation is about how to activate vocal resonance so that you can create high impact content. And when I talk about high impact content, I really mean the type of content that not is not just a fleeting thing that people see, but really stays with people. That the type of content that becomes ingrained into somebody's way of seeing a certain topic or the type of the type of expression and the type of marketing that not just is something that that people see, but something that people deeply feel in their bodies. And I believe that that's really the future of marketing. That's where we have to get to if we want marketing to do more than just be something that people scroll past. If we want the type of marketing that brings people a certain level of connection, that brings forth a level of intimacy, that brings forth a level of just deep connection to not just what you're offering, but what your brand stands for and creates a movement. So I'm really excited to get into this topic. It's going to be depthful. I can promise you that. So if you want to grab a journal, if you want to grab water, we are going to also be doing a somatic exercise in this conversation. So I'm very excited for that. But this is 
one of the last um, episodes that I'll be recording for the podcast, if not the last episode, I think I might have one more. And other than that, there's going to be some great guest episodes coming out because I am permitting the rest of this year. I am going to be just retreating and putting forth everything that has come through this whole year around what I really want to facilitate and what I really believe needs to be talked about and delivered um, as far as marketing and owning our voices actually, like what that actually is, um, authenticity, branding, creating a movement. There's so much that's been revealed to me this year that honestly, um, I think I've kind of been running away from actually birthing it and and being like putting it in a way that I can bring out into the world and you know revolution house has been something that I've known about and I've been playing with and and relating with and ideating for months and months and months and God is just really telling me to sit down and listen and transcribe and create this winter so I will be a little less visible, um, but I'm still going to be here putting together the pieces for Revolution House, which if you've heard me talk about it, um, it is a first of its kind membership that is going to blend somatic vocal healing and activation and embodiment with marketing strategy to help the entrepreneurs out there that are just tired of the surface level, mechanical way of marketing and want to create the type of marketing that is not just seen online, but mobilizes a bigger movement that brings people together in a deeper way so that it's not just about selling an offer, but it's about creating this bigger coalition of people that really ride or die for what your brand stands for and creates bigger impact in the world than just acquiring dollars. This is going to be, man, it's going to be such an incredible space. And I think that's why subconsciously I've been afraid of it. I've been afraid of creating it because every time I sit with it, I can just feel like it's bigger than me. It's bigger than my own body. It just feels so palpable because it's not just here's what to do to market, but it's really about owning our voices in an actual, physical, tangible way. It's about creating the type of marketing that's innovative and cutting edge and disrupts the industry and disrupts this numbness that's out there. And yeah, there are going to be some big movements and some big messages that come out of that house. And I'm very, now <laughs> I can say that I'm very excited to have the carved out time and space to create this and birth this and go through this whole inside out marketing revolution with the first cohort of people. So if you are interested in learning more about it as details come through and as doors open, then um, the wait list is going to be in the description and it's non-committal you don't have to you know just because you're on the wait list doesn't mean you are going to decide to join but it is a way to secure founders pricing when doors open and you'll also get first dibs and other fun bonuses um, by being on the wait list so that is that and i i guess let's just go ahead and dive into the topic so why this topic why have i decided to <laughs> Once again, it feels like talk about voice, but for this specific topic around vocal resonance, we're really also talking about authenticity and how authenticity 
intersects and connects with powerful marketing. And going into next year and really going into all future years, the conversation around authenticity needs to go deeper. And for a long time, it feels like in this environment, in this online business industry, the goal has, it's felt like the goal is authentic content. Like the promise of programs, what everyone has said, has said that they wanted is I just want to feel authentic in my content. I want to create authentic content so that I can sign clients. And that's kind of been the main goal, the main thing, the main hot topic that people have been wanting to learn more about. And that's amazing. Like, yes, of course, we want to feel authentic in our content. But going into 2024, we really need to move the goalposts. And we really need to go deeper in that. Because while authentic content has been the goal, I think that from now on, it's not really the goal. It's the means by which we go for something bigger that will actually not just skyrocket our business in terms of revenue, but it's also the thing that will give our businesses and our brands this richer foundation for increased visibility and increased impact in other ways outside of just revenue in and expenses out. And it also unlocks this long-term earning power in our businesses. And what that is, is what I always talk about of, it's not just about creating authentic content. It's about creating a sense of connection in our audience and through our brands and what we stand for, that it creates this bigger movement, the movement of people, mobilizing people, bringing people together behind this main mission is what unlocks not just dollars in, dollars out, whatever with whatever you're offering, with, with whatever you decide to offer now or in the future, but it creates this, this deeper earning power and it solidifies your brand in the industry. It's no longer you know, this thing that's here today might be gone tomorrow and there's no real felt impact of that, you know, absence, but you create something that's truly of service, that's truly impactful, that truly, you know, people seek out time and time again. So for so much of the conversation, I mean, even just a couple of weeks ago, I was in a, a workshop and it was around marketing and one of the solutions, so to speak, or one of the pieces of advice was to be authentic in your content. And it kind of felt like the conversation ended there. Well, I was like, well, if you're feeling stuck in your content, if you're feeling stuck in what to say, if you're feeling stuck in not relating to people, then just be authentic. And the conversation kind of ends there. And that's great, right? I love that authenticity is now coming to to really own the conversation marketing. And for a lot of us, it's, you know, we, we do want to be authentic and we know that that's important, which is amazing. And for the past three years or so, my main quest has been, okay, but how, and what does that look like for me? And how do I know when I'm being authentic and when I'm not being authentic? How do I know if I'm doing something out of authenticity or doing something out of fear or doing something um, just to spite what everyone else is doing. Like, how do we really know what authentic, what, what authenticity is and what it looks like for us? And how do we translate that either verbally or visually in our marketing? 
And what I've also noticed is, is that in an attempt to define authenticity, it's taken on a certain look in the online space. So authenticity has often been pretty much painted through either brand photography or brand visuals or just how people show up online and brand themselves of, hey, I'm authentic. I show up without makeup. Hey, I'm authentic. I show up in you know sweatpants and a messy bun. Hey, I'm authentic. I will, you know, share emotional things while I'm in the middle of it. It's kind of taken on this certain look and this certain type of action, um, in an attempt to kind of define like, oh, that's this person is authentic because they do that. And while I love the freedom of expression that. And we've kind of stretched this idea of what a business owner has to look like, what professionalism has to look like. Um, I also, it it kind of leaves me wondering, like, what about the other parts of me? What about the parts of me that, yeah, sometimes I show up and I I just can't be bothered to put on makeup and I roll up to my client sessions. I'm like, this is what it is. but there's other times and there's other aspects of me that it's also authentic for me to love a colored, like bold lip. There's also the part of me that loves, you know, feeling put together and having, you know, my hair done. And there's parts of me that are more sassy in nature. There's parts of me that are more soft and sensitive and more in that like sage embodiment. So the, the gap still remains for me because I'm like, well, I know that authenticity has looked this certain way in the online space, but what if that's not all me? What if there are other parts of me too that maybe have have actually taken on the meaning of not authentic, but it's authentic to me. It's it's a part of my expression and how I want to show up that day or that season, or it's just a part of me and my expression. So I've still been in that question even this year of, okay, let me put this to the test. What really is authenticity and how can each individual person connect with that in a way that is so rooted and grounded in them and their makeup and their design that then it's, it's not so much of a question of how do I package this in my marketing, but it becomes more of an extension of being. So this year, it's almost like, <laughs> it's always so interesting when we have those questions or we have those those goals, right? To explore something and then your life will put you in situations where you get to put that to the test. And this year, more so than any other year in business yet, I have had unique opportunities to put my findings and to put my questions into practice. And by far the best way to learn is to practice it, right? And to um, be in different situations where you are utilizing everything that you've learned and embodying it in real time. So this year, I've had not only unique opportunities to speak in spaces that are not my own, So being invited to speak in different spaces and going in and not knowing how many people are going to be there, who's going to be there, if they're going to resonate with what I say, and facilitating and speaking. And that was really interesting to to feel into, okay, how do I, how do I remain authentic when I am walking into a space of so many unknowns, 
how do I stay true to myself? So that's been one. And I feel like that's a big area where it's easy to lose sight of what that is for you because you start going into, okay, well, what would people want to see from me? How do I play it safe? But then the other um, aspect or the, the, the fun um, opportunity that have, that has come up for me this year is around uh, being in spaces where it, it would be really easy to feel like I have to overinflate my, my ego in some way in order to belong or hide. And I have been in rooms with very accomplished celebrity level marketers and celebrity level entrepreneurs. And in those rooms, I've been able to feel into how, what does it really look like to stay in your authenticity, no matter who's around or no matter where you are or what's happening. And this is the biggest thing that I've been revealed about authenticity. And this is where I really want to go deeper into next year, whether that's in my paid offers like Revolution House or my private work or any group that I decide to open or um, just as a conversation that we all get to have in a practice that we all get to have over and over again. And it's this idea that authenticity is less about figuring out what that is for you or trying to cerebrally package it into looking a certain way or being a certain way. And really authenticity is a sensation and a state of being. So what do I mean by that? What I've noticed in all those different rooms with so many unknowns is that what I have been able to connect to time and time again is what authenticity feels like in my body. Because there are some days and in some rooms, especially with my undefined throat center and human design, I don't have like a firm way of vocalizing and expressing. You may notice even in my different podcast episodes, my voice kind of changes. Sometimes I'm more sassy. Sometimes I'm more fun. Sometimes I'm more serious. And um, sometimes I speak in a softer tone. Like it really just depends. And that's a part of my authenticity. So there would be no way for me to try to box my voice or my persona when I speak into being a certain way. And for a lot of you, if you, especially if you have undefined um, G centers in your human design, you're meant to have this flowing fluid way of expressing yourself. And so what I've discovered is that no matter where I show up, whether I'm showing up here for all of you in these podcast sessions or in these podcast interviews, whether I'm showing up in a room where I'm walking in and I don't know who's there, I don't know how many people are going to be there, I don't know what their response is going to be, or if I'm walking into a room where it would be really easy to feel like I have to show up a certain way in order to feel like I deserve to be there or to really like make my, my presence known there or hide, <laughs> which has been my default. I have time and time and time and time again reconnected to the sensation of what it feels like in my body when I am me, when I am just me. And what that then does is that it's it allows me the fluidity to let to let that be expressed in whatever way is true for me in that moment, in that season, in that room. And it allows me to be more in integrity because I constantly can come back and check in with the sensation of what it feels like in my body and in my experience when I am in my authenticity. 
And on the other side of that, what it feels like when I'm not in my authenticity. So why is this important in marketing? Like, what does this have to do with marketing and content creation? The first thing is right off the bat, honesty is trustworthy. A lot of the break in trust, I think with marketing is that we can kind of sense when somebody is not being fully honest or not painting the full picture or when somebody is not really honest with themselves and is therefore not being honest with us. Authenticity is a form of honesty and it's a form of integrity when we can come back to who we really are, what we really want, what our boundaries really are, what we really want to offer, what our gifts really are. Like that sense of authentic expression is a form of honesty. And in marketing, we can, I think we can all agree that we can just tell when someone's being honest and we respect somebody more when they're honest, when they are forthcoming with who they are, what their gifts are, what they're available for, what they're not available for, what this offer is, what it isn't, who it's for, who it's not for. That form of honesty is so refreshing in marketing and that builds trust. And in order to create community and you know, even more so to, to mobilize a bigger movement, honesty has to be part of the picture. So when we can connect to that, inner state of being, that inner sensation of authenticity, when we know what that is for us, when we've done these different somatic exercises to know what our authenticity feels like, then we can easily identify how we can be in more integrity and in more honesty in our businesses and the decisions we make in what we offer and how we offer it and how we communicate and how we um, speak to clients, like all of it. And that energy of honesty, when it's in the room, it just makes everybody feel like they can relax and trust you more and lean in deeper. The second element to that is when we are tapped into our authenticity, we can allow for more multidimensionality. Is that even a word? I don't know, but I just pulled that out. When we are in our authenticity, it allows for more dimensions of you to come through because we're not trying to kid ourselves and believing that, okay, I'm only authentic if I show up in this way with like a top knot and no makeup. And I'm only authentic if I show up, you know, a little messy and frantic. And I'm only authentic if I show up in this way. Like when we can viscerally connect with our authenticity, it's less about all of those external things. And in fact, we allow more of ourselves to come through because it's like, no, actually, I feel really good and authentic when I am the sassy part of me sometimes. And other times, it's more authentic for me to show up in this other way. And it all gets to exist. And for a long time, I think that the conversation around marketing has been to shrink, to to shrink you how you talk about your gifts to shrink and and water down and dilute what you're really about and what your offer is and what you're here to do what's your niche we need to we need it to fit in these boxes and a lot of that has created this type of marketing that just leaves a lot to be desired it it, it doesn't quite like it doesn't quite excite us anymore. It doesn't quite feed us anymore. Us as the business owners, it doesn't feel fun to market something that feels like a condensed version of who you really are, point blank, like point blank. And the other side of it is as a consumer, as an audience member, like we get bored, <laughs> especially with so much out there. We, I, I think that that era of like, watered down marketing is just out the window it's not it's not the thing it doesn't it doesn't capture interest number one but number two it doesn't create to the 
the type of connection that allows people to really ride or die for what your brand stands for and want to, it doesn't mobilize a bigger movement. So when we are fully connected to what our authenticity feels like in our body, then it's like, well, today it's this flavor of expression. And tomorrow, what feels good, my my inner experience of authenticity feels like this other aspect of who I am. And it all gets to come in and play in your marketing, in your content, and how you show up and how you talk to people. And that creates not just more interest, because you know, it's not just it's not just to capture people's interest, but it's to capture people's emotional, like to connect it, it, it it's to capture people's deeper level of commitment emotionally in what we're doing and what we can help them do in their lives or in their businesses and before anybody ever financially invests they have to emotionally invest first and if we continuously water ourselves down dilute ourselves only give our give this perfectly packaged version of us then not only is it boring but it's just people can't really, they don't really want to like sink their teeth into that or to like engage in that in a deeper way. So that's the second thing is that multidimensional marketing really gives way to more depth and connection. And when it's less about how authenticity looks or how it needs to look versus how it feels. And I let myself act from that feeling to a whole different ballgame. And it just creates so much more freedom. And the third element is that when we can connect to our inner compass of authenticity and what that feels like in our bodies, which by the way, we're going to do a somatic exercise. If you're like, what does this even mean? We're going to do a somatic exercise and you're going to experience what that is. But when we are connected to that inner experience of authenticity, that gives way to more innovation over redundancy. Because a lot of times we can feel very uh, married to how we do things because that feels safe. And it's like, well, that's how I've always done it. So this is how I've always done it. And this is how I'm always going to do it. And this is safe. And this is authentic to me. It's how I started my business. So it's how it's going to continue to go. And I've been doing this for years, right? Like we, we can get very married to how we do things. And what I have seen in different businesses from like, you know, just starting out first two, three years to seven figure plus businesses is that it's this crack in, in the foundation of not really knowing where your authenticity anchor lies. And when things start to get stale or things start to fizzle out or you outgrow things, being able to tap into, okay, what is actually authentic and in integrity for me to do next, that gives way for new ideas and for innovation and for like revolutionizing how you do business and it gives new life. It gives a, a more room for expansion versus not knowing what that is for you. It's going to be tempting to believe that your authenticity is what you've done in the past. And it just perpetuates that sense of um, just redundancy and staleness that as entrepreneurs, that is not the name of the game. <laughs> as entrepreneurs, we cannot get too comfortable and, I know that a lot of the marketing of marketing is to find this one way to do something and you're going to find comfort and you're going to, it's always going to work and you're going to stabilize and you're always going to be consistent in your income. That is just not true. As entrepreneurs, we didn't sign up for that. As entrepreneurs, we have the task of 
not committing to keeping things the same, but committing to innovating and continuing to growing over and over again. So being able to have this inner anchor and to know, uh, you know, when it's time to let things go or when it's time to innovate and, and following that inner compass of what the next steps could be, it just gives you so much more of a clear map towards continued expansion year after year after year. Not that you're always going to see the numbers expand year after year after year, because I also want to normalize the fact that there are stabilization years where maybe you're not looking to expand in numbers, but you're looking to expand internally. You're looking to expand in team. You're looking to expand in your systems or your structure of your business. But it, there's still that level of expansion because you're staying authentic to what you actually need and what you know is true for you for that year or that season of business. So when we talk about this type of authenticity, we also need to talk about the idea of resonance because embodied authenticity gives way to creating this resonance in your content and this relationship between the conversations that you're putting out there and how it connects to other people. And we hear this word a lot, right? Like resonance. We talk about how things resonate with us. Um, so we we know of resonance or you might have heard resonance and that word being, being talked about in the online space. But I want to look a little bit deeper into what that actually is. So the definition of resonance is a phenomenon that occurs when an object is subjected to an external force or vibration that matches its natural frequency. So it's a phenomenon that occurs when an object, we can say that's the person on the other side of the screen, is subjected to an external force or vibration. So that's in the form of your content, your posts, your reels, whatever you're putting out there, they come into contact with that. And it matches with their natural frequency. So when that happens, the object or system absorbs energy from that external force, or absorbs the energy of your marketing and starts vibrating with a larger amplitude. It's literally the science of creating a bigger movement. <laughs> Just FYI. Um, but what's interesting about this is that again, we're looking at the actual science of what it means to create that talked about resonance in marketing. So we are matching with people in their natural frequency, which for me, if I look spiritually, a natural frequency is really back to like the soul frequency of oneness, of power, of love, of limitless potential, of infinite possibilities, like those higher frequencies. And when we're able to match with people through our content, which is just such an incredible gift to be able to connect and create this resonance at scale, like it's really limitless how many people we can connect with and create this resonance with, then we all start vibrating with that larger amplitude. And that's the literal creation of a greater movement where there's connection, where there's um, that deeper level of emotional investment and in not just the an offer, but what your brand is really sitting out to do the mission of your brand. 
And when we talk about resonance, I don't think it's a coincidence that our voices are also based in resonance, right? Our our voice, it cre- has a resonant quality to it. it, it our, our voice works off of vibrations and that creates the tone, the the way of expression. And when we speak, when somebody hears you speak, it's not just the words that you're saying, but it's the vibrations of not just like your vocal, your vocal folds walking, to, like vibrating together, but it's the energy by which, by which you're expressing it. And that creates that resonance. So the voice is such a critical, critical, critical part of creating this resonance. In addition to some other, I'll call it more strategic elements of what we can infuse into the way that we create content into our marketing strategy. All of that is going to, that's going into more like Rev House content, Revolution House content. But for today, I want you to come into contact and feel how your voice with resonance and authenticity all play together. And I want you to actually viscerally connect to what your authenticity feels like in your body through the means of your voice. This is just like a little taste of how powerful and how actually necessary this somatic work is when we look to activate powerful marketing. I think that we're going into a season where we can no longer leave this out of the equation. It's not just about here's what to post, here's what to say, here's the branding, here are the colors. Like it, it cannot just be about that. We have to get deeper if we want to go further, if we want to create something that's bigger than just selling one offer at a time or selling one client at a time. This is a, we, in order to create something bigger that even outlives us, we have to add in these different somatic elements into the creation of marketing because the energy injection and the way that it hits people at scale is just, it's going to be unmatched. So we're going to go into this experience together. And it's going to be very gentle, but it is going to allow you, it's going to require you to make some noises. So if you're not in a space to do that, um, you might want to pause this and come back. But if you are in a space to do that, this is how we're going to start turning you inward to create more resonance and then translate that into your content. So really quickly, just if you're able to, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, but wherever you are, begin to take some gentle inhales into your nose. Hold it for a second. And as you exhale, make a sound. And it could be any sound. Do that again. Breathe in. Hold it. And as you exhale, make a sound. We're going to do it one more time. Deep breath in. Hold. And exhale with the sound out. Okay. So now I want you to play with a humming sound. So thinking about maybe just humming one of your, a favorite song or humming uh, yeah, a song that comes to mind. And as you hum that, <laughs> start to go into your highest pitch of your voice that you can. 
And I'm not going to do that here on the podcast because that's going <laughs> to that's going to cause some discomfort in your eardrums. But start to go into the highest pitch that you can in your voice. And as you make your way into the highest, highest, highest pitches of your voice, notice how that feels. You might notice some strain. You might notice maybe just discomfort. Maybe it's funny, but doesn't quite feel sustainable. You can't quite keep it up there for, for that long. And then introducing a neutral humming now. It could even just be a, hmm, doesn't even to be a song. But now begin to go into the lowest registers of your voice. Try to go very, very, very low, as low as you can. And notice how that feels. Again, do you feel any sort of tension? Do you feel strain? Do you feel maybe some fatigue? Like it's really exhausting on your vocal cords to keep it that low. And once you can kind of gather the sensation, you can come back to breathing normally. Breathing in. And just making a noise out as you exhale. And now I want you to introduce a humming in your natural voice. It's almost like playing into the happy medium. We went all the way high, we went all the way low. If you were to find the middle, what would that sound like? And maybe it's a range of a few notes. And notice how that feels in your body. Notice how that feels in your throat. Notice how that feels different than stretching yourself from one extreme to the other. The highs and lows were still you, but it's not quite your natural innate expression because your natural innate expression, what's most available to you at any given moment, feels a lot more comfortable and it feels more right. It feels more sustainable. So now I want you to, as you continue to make that humming sound, I want you to think about walking into a room of your closest best friends and starting a conversation. So as you're humming, you're bringing this visual to your mind of walking into a room and seeing your best, 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 best closest friends there and beginning to talk to them. And notice how you feel as you talk to them. Notice how it feels to walk into a room where you know it's safe to be yourself and it's safe to express. And whether that's being silly, being happy, needing to vent, notice how that feels to walk into a space and know that you can express yourself. 
take note of how that not not only feels in your throat center, but how that feels all throughout your body, in your stomach, in your chest, in your head. And then coming back, once you've inventoried all of those sensations, now thinking of think about walking into a room full of strangers and having to initiate a conversation or a talk. And notice how that feels. What changes in your bodily sensations when you think about walking into a room full of strangers and speaking versus walking into a room of your closest friends? Do you notice that your humming changes? Does it stop altogether? Does your stomach kind of turn a little bit? Does your head go crazy with thoughts of how to be, how to talk, how to, what to say? So now that we have these benchmarks and you can let go of the hum and kind of come back if you had your eyes closed. My intention in walking you through that exercise is to realize that the goal isn't for you to act the same in all places or even necessarily to just be the same version and expression of you in all of those, in those scenarios, right? But it's more so for you to feel the same level of peace or safety internally, no matter where you show up. Because as long as you can connect to that sensation of what it feels like to be in your authenticity, then that sensation is going to be your anchor to then walk into even a room full of strangers. And while you may act differently in a room full of strangers compared to a room full of your bestest, closest friends, of course, right? And also the intention is different. Maybe you're walking into that room of strangers to deliver a workshop, to facilitate healing, to do some career coaching, like whatever it is, the intention is different. So of course, you're going to act a little bit differently and that's okay. But as long as you can continuously come back to that felt sensation of safety, of authenticity, of knowing what that really feels like to be safe in your expression, that's what's going to give way to deeper levels of connection, deeper levels of more just potent thinking, potent potent expression, potent communication. It's going to allow you to create that level of resonance in how you show up, how you speak, how you move, how you act. So now... If you want to sit with all of that, if you want to do that exercise again, if you want to take notes, by all means, do that. And now we're going to bridge that into your content. So I want you to choose, number one, a content form. So whether it's going to be spoken or written. And I would say choose the one that comes a little less natural to you. The one that's a little bit less comfortable. And then I want you to consider one of these prompts. So either in that piece of content, you're going to be sharing a mic drop moment 
a moment, whether it was like you were coaching a client or you were talking about what you were doing on a podcast, um, any a recent time where you've said something that you're like, wow, that was powerful, or you delivered a piece of coaching or a piece of guidance that you know was kind of like your mic drop moment. And with this, we're tapping into the expression of conviction and power, like kind of uh, solidifying you into that energy of, um, yeah, like ownership and power. Or share a personal story and how your work or the products that you sell or your how your own business uh, methodologies, concepts, how your work or your products helped you through that. So this is tapping into more of your authentic storytelling and your authentic just like expression, how you would share a story or something personal. So we have the mic drop moment or sharing a personal story and then tying that into how your own work or your own product line or your own whatever helped you through it or gave way to the idea of it. And the assignment is to now create that and share that while viscerally connecting to that experience of authenticity, to that sensation of authenticity. So for example, if I took spoken, the spoken content form, and I go with sharing the mic drop moment, I would probably either record a story or go live or record like a spoken reel. And I would share that, you know, maybe I might do a little planning, like what am I, how am I going to deliver this? But even as I'm planning it, or creating my little guideline and then delivering it, recording it, my intention is to stay connected with, okay, what? how can I connect to that sense of authenticity, that sense of peace, that sense of comfort in myself as I'm expressing myself? And when I feel like I dip out of that, how can I lovingly bring myself back to that emotional anchor of, okay, how did I feel like when I was walking into a room of people that I loved and that people I knew I would receive me. What did that feel like? What does it feel like for me in my body when I know I can express myself? Bring that back into your awareness, bring that back into your body and then move forward with expressing yourself. Because I'm telling you, it's it sounds intangible and ethereal, but it makes all the difference in how we are able to connect with people on another side of a screen. So let me know how this works for you. Let me know how this feels for you. You can DM me anytime at the Liberated Latina on Instagram. And I hope that this serves you. I'm so excited to continue this conversation. Like I said, going into next year, there's so much more where this came from. This is like the tip, 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 tip of the iceberg. But I'm really excited to create some powerful freaking visibility and content and marketing not for the sake, again, of just getting likes and being seen, but for the sake of stepping into the next era of our business where we become movement leaders, where we truly own the full depth of what we're here to create. And we start going deeper in how we serve others and how we speak to others and how we show up in the world. So thank you all so much for being here. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it is such a joy to be in community with all of you and you all make you all make this such a sweeter experience and I cannot wait to see what next year has in store. And if this is the last time that I am recording live, then I hope you have a beautiful holiday season and a beautiful new year. 
and yeah let's do the damn thing all right everybody i will catch you all in the next episode thank you all for being here and i'll see you soon bye amiga thanks for hanging out with me today i'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode yes all you gotta do is head on over to itunes drop a review and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast también be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops your support means so much to me and i can't wait to share more with you on the next episode see you then